Welcome to This Week Health Community. My name is Bill Russell. I'm a former CIO for a 16 hospital system and creator of This Week Health, a set of channels dedicated to keeping health IT staff current and engaged. Today, we have an interview in action from the 2023 fall conferences of Chime in San Antonio and Health in Las Vegas. And we wanna thank our show sponsors who are investing in our mission to develop the next generation of health leaders. And they are Olive, Rubric, Trellix, Medigate, and F5. Check them out at thisweekhealth.com. And here we go. All right, here we are, another interview in action from the Chime Fall Forum. And I'm here with Ray Lowe with Ultimed. Ray, great to see you again. Bill, it's always great to see you, especially when I walk into Chime 2022 Fall Forum. We are standing right here at the doors. You walked in and just grabbed you. Looking forward to the conversation. Thank you. For those who aren't familiar, tell us a little bit about Ultimed. Sure. So. I'm the Senior Vice President, Chief Information Officer at Ultimate Health Services. I've actually been there five years this January. Five years. Yeah, yeah, it's been quite a ride. And Ultimate is, it's really like a large provider group. We have a family of companies that belong to us. So we are the largest FQHC in the country, serving over 400,000 lives. We have PACE programs. And we also have a Medicaid insurance product, as well as a managed services organization. So from when I joined, five years ago, Altimed primarily was an FQHC and PACE, and revenue was actually almost doubled in terms of that whole time period of this growth. So primarily the LA market? Los Angeles, Orange County, primarily Latino, multi-ethnic, underserved communities. Wow. Yeah, you guys really have grown. I mean, five years since you've been there. Yeah. We don't usually talk about growth with a federally qualified health clinic. So, I mean, what's driving that? Is, is it that just the needs of the community are driving that? Well, you know, the studies are showing, right, there's more growth in Medicaid and the Medicaid population, and the pandemic really accentuated what had to happen. When everybody lost their jobs, the, the safety net, the community health centers is where people really gravitated to, and more people lost having private insurance and then went into the Medicaid space in there. So we actually grew our membership in that time period, and California in particular has had more generous laws. So Anybody over 55 in California, independent of immigration status, can get Medicaid insurance. And then in 2024, anybody between 18 and 54 also can get insurance and Medicaid. So it's a really large growing market. How has the delivery of care changed since the beginning of the pandemic? Wow, that's a, that's a lot, right? We all talk about tele, we all talk about the changes in there. I'll talk about it in quality numbers, okay? So when I joined Ultimed January 2018, I think our CMS ratings around, you know, two and a half stars. So it was a lower performing health organization. I'm really proud, now we're at four and four and a half stars. So not only have we been able to extend the access, we've also able to improve the quality. You know, and that's demonstrated by CMS, and by the health plans, and how they're rating us. So again, for that very vulnerable patient population, we can prove, right, you can have better outcomes, you can manage chronic diseases, diabetes, hypertension, et cetera, and you can make a change on it with the proper healthcare. What's the technology foundation for that? We're Epic. We've been Epic for four years. And you know, for my whole tech stack, I, I made a big bet on Cisco, as well as ENC, we have NetApp, all those other traditional folks. Our CML, CRM is Microsoft. We're about to do a new ERP, which is going to be Workday as well, but what we're really looking at next year is 
more on the value-based care model and really growing more inside of Epic. So Epic has claim loader, which comes in. We don't have a hospital. So we, we you know, work with community hospitals and so now bring in the claims data for those, we call restricted not canes, if you know what that is. It's a type of Medicaid insurance product. So we're able to focus in on those and then actually then do more Medicaid risk stratification. So we're really excited. We're going to start this program in February and our first cohort of five health plans will go live in July and then we're going to do 10 more after that. So I think it's really going to be really great. Medicare, Medicaid, improving it, bringing the full picture of the patient together from a data perspective. So talk to me about analytics and data. Mm -hmm. Because when you talk about improving quality scores and those kind of things, mm -hmm. and I think I want to start with data, and then I want to talk about access models and that kind of stuff. But sure. talk, talk to me about the foundation of data. Sure. Well, you know, data's hard, right? We we actually have a new chief data officer, Greg Townsend, who joined us about a month ago. He came to us from Massachusetts Blue Cross Blue Shield, around So we're going to be partnering together. So so on the Epic side, of course. We're keeping the clinical data repository inside of Epic at the point of care. Now, the interesting thing on the data warehouse is how are we actually building the interoperability, the association from the multiple health plans in there. You know, we, there's kind of more reactive view of data, and we get to the more predictive view of data, but we have some work to do in order to grow that maturity. And we've been a bit more siloed in terms of replacing a number of large systems. And now it's really focusing on that data and that data transformation to get to get to more of the predictive aspect of it in terms of what's happening. Talk to me about access. The community that you serve mm -hmm. is interesting. And when you talk about the quality scores going up, it would lead me to believe that there's more interactions. Like they are able to interact with the physicians right. more and they're able to get coaching on, on right. health and those kind of things. So, right. so talk about access. Yeah, so you know, at the pandemic, February 29th, that's called the date, right? The pandemic started on February 29th, 229, great in my memory. And you know, we pivoted by April, everybody was closed. And I think you know, during the pandemic, we primarily did about almost all tele. At the peak of it, at the end, we were about 70%. But we're still, still maintaining about 30% of televisits. We offer them as an alternative in addition to the in-person. And we're, we're looking to improve some of our primary service lines on maternal and pediatrics as well, more of the senior areas. So we're looking to bring in more specialists into those type of video type of visits to help those patients. Interesting. Yeah, as I think of coming through the pandemic, Federal Qualified Health Clinic, you generally don't have money to throw around at things. How did you prioritize what you were going to do? Yeah, so at our core of it, our CEO, Costly Rocha, we've always been very focused on, on culturally competent care and really improving care for the underserved communities around there. So, um, you know, we, we have an excellent chief quality officer, Bihu Sandir, who helps us really stratify the heatiest measures, where and what we're going to do. So we look at what are the measures, those 30 or so measures that we're looking to improve. And then we're also looking, you know, how are the health plans, you, you know, utilizing it. And we define our, our programs around there. You know, Epic's been great. We have a clinical informatics teams, which is also part of my organization. I think I actually have about 10 physicians, ironically, part-time on my staff, which is fabulous, right? Because right. you can change so much that happens in the organization, when the predictive, the workflow, the training, all those different areas that impacts you know, the end users. You know, rather, but it's, it's looking at what are, what are the quality goals that we need to meet? What are we doing to intervene? How are we doing it? 
And then with an executive position leadership, we have leaders that help us really understand what do we need to do. You know, we're changing things around tele. We've done some other stuff in RPM as well, and like tuning it around value-based care, or transitions of care, and hospitalization. It's a pretty interesting stack moving. All right, we'll get back to our show in just a minute. We have a webinar coming up on December 7th, and I'm looking forward to that webinar. It is on how to modernize the data platform within healthcare, the modern data platform within healthcare. And I'm really looking forward to the conversation. We just recorded five pre-episodes for that, and so they're going to air on Tuesday and Thursdays leading up to the episode. And we have a great conversation about the different aspects, different use cases around the modern data platform and how agility becomes so key and data quality and all those things. So great conversation, looking forward to that. Wednesday, December 7th at one o'clock. Love to have you join us. We're going to have health system leaders from Memorial Care and others. CDW is going to have some of their experts on the show as well. So check that out. You can go to our website, thisweekhealth.com. Top right hand corner, you'll see the upcoming webinars. Love to have you be a part of it. If you have a question coming into it, one of the things we do is we collect the questions in the sign up form because we want to make sure that we incorporate that into the discussion. So hope to see you there. Now back to the show. What does your governance model look like for taking on new initiatives? Yeah, that's great. So our CEO, right, so that's our strategy. So we have five strategic pillars, one value-based care, data, growth, people, and social determinants of health. So we look at how do things align within there. Last year we did a lot of focus on people are our most important assets, and that's part of our ERP program, and Ultimate actually in June announced a livable wage ahead of the state of California. The state of California is putting legislation out there that $25 an hour is supposed to be the minimum wage for a hospital worker. We actually moved to that in June, you know, which is a bit disruptive to your revenue and other areas other, but how are you going to make it up? Again, the governance model goes tied to those five pillars. Sorry, I spent a lot of time what we did last year on there. And then we really tied the initiatives around there. What are the outcomes in there this year? Again, it's a lot of focus going into value-based care, you know, on the data. We're, we're pretty good on the people aspects of it. We're also like building a nursing school as well in a pipeline with Loma Linda University. I mean, there's just so many things happening at Ultimate. What are you most excited about for next year? I really want to see the, the value-based care really kind of come together. I'm so passionate about, you know, improving the quality, the outcome, the interventions. You know, um, we've looked at the health equity divide. We, we've shown that we can improve things. And, and there's so much momentum in there, you know, and we can continue to change people's lives and improve their lives, non-English speaking, poorly educated, living in multifamily housing, you know, and that, that they can make a difference. I think I shared with you before that there was this amazing PBS special that was released in the summer. It goes, you, we are where we live. And it talks about in East Los Angeles through Orange County, what happened in there, there used to be a number of battery plants in there, yeah, lead poisoning, you, you, you you know, all that stuff right in there and, and the proper care around there and, and that's happening today and it's even back to the pandemic when people talk about the social... Um, because that land yeah. is... Toxic. It's all polluted. It's polluted. Yeah. Yeah, it's polluted. They dig down two inches and they remove it. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, so there's so much we need to do in terms of our cities. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. As well. Ray. Thank you. Appreciate your service. I mean, oh, that's, that's phenomenal work that's going on out there yeah. at Ultimate. Appreciate thank it. you. Thank you. Another great interview. I want to thank everybody who spent time with us at the conferences. 
I love hearing from people on the front lines and it is phenomenal that they have taken the time to share their wisdom and experience with the community, which is greatly appreciated. We also want to thank our channel sponsors one more time who invest in our mission to develop the next generation of health leaders. They are Olive, Rubric, Trellix, Medigate, and F5. Thanks for listening. That's all for now.